This podcast and its parent website are supported by its listeners and readers. If you enjoy what you hear and read at Write or Die, please consider supporting our continued creation at patreon.com slash write or die. Welcome to the Ride or Die podcast, featuring your hosts, Andrew Michael Spence Boyd, Chris Willis, and Nathan Mackey. Enjoy the show. podcast we are three guys sitting in a room drinking some beer out of some fancy looking cans yeah a sunlit room a sunlit which is a duskly lit room yeah which is far removed from our normal dimly lit dungeon yeah (laughs) it's boring like light light streams straight into my eye with an unlocated speck of dust or something in it and it's killing my eyeball Chris has something in his eye. I have something in my eye. <laughs> but it won't, he won't let it affect us. No, I won't let it no, affect he'll be very professional this podcast. And, you know, won't draw any attention to it in any way. He's not going to mention anything about it. We're not going to spend any time in All the right, show let's start it. this thing over again. <laughs> no, come on. Yeah, False shows. Back to back. What False is openings. Nate, what is in this special little can here? This special little Read can. Read us the brew facts. The brew, the brew facts. date. Uh, <laughs> I will actually have that for you here in just a moment. But this is the Oarsman Ale. It comes to us from Bell's Brewery out of Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, this is the second Bell's Brewery is it? beer. Yeah, we Ooh, did uh, the two-hearted two ale. Two-hearted ale. No, you're right. Two-hearted ale, yeah. Uh, this is a what 4%. <laughs> Four percent. Yeah, this is a four percent. It's a tart session wheat ale, gentlemen. This pairs well with, if I may, this pairs well with fried fish, <laughs> uh, with or without chips, uh, ceviche, steamed lobster, and sushi. Mm. Was the, okay. Ceviche. So Bell's was the one that that, that, that had the pairings for it. I remember now. Some of them do. Yeah. You guys but ever had walleye? I bet this would go good with walleye. I had some is walleye when I was in Minnesota. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Fried walleye. I've never had it before. Yeah, you've had a lot happen since last we recorded. I have, yes. Want to talk about Wait. it on the podcast? Do you want to not talk about it no. on the podcast? That's fine. No, that's fine. I am engaged to be married. Yay. Uh, congrats. <laughs> Thank you. Cheers around. Cheers, cheers around. all around. Cheers yeah. to that. Oh, yeah. Cheers actually, we actually have to or, do yeah, that. Orsman's Orsman's ales. For let's cheers for crack these, uh, these beer skis, and then we'll dive into it. Let's do it. Cheers crack. Go. Cheers crack. Beautiful. I was way late. Yeah, that's fine. That's quite all right. Uh, but it doesn't matter because you're an engaged man now. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I've finally made an honest man out of myself. I'm so proud of that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I got distracted in what I was going to say. It's okay. It worked. Yeah, yeah. yeah it worked out. It, like, it, it happened. But no, it's exciting. It's very exciting stuff. You also got a dog. That's true. Got a little dude. We have a, a new little 10-week-old... English Springer Spaniel puppy named Lucy. And if you care for your shoes, uh, 
Don't let her near them. Don't. She will gobble them up. Don't hang out with her. Don't hang out yeah. with her. <laughs> she probably doesn't want to talk to you anyway. Yes. So, um, yeah, things are going awesome. Thanks thanks for reminding me to mention it. Yeah. No <laughs> um, so today we're going to talk about tattoos Uh-oh. and tattoo culture. Um, people who may have been exposed to some really early sessions, some deep cuts, some like demos maybe of... Uh, Writer, oh no, wait, we lost all that. We lost it. <laughs> yeah, we did lose all that. I'm sorry, you're right. So, we, we actually recorded an, an episode about this very topic, and due to our gross negligence and incompetence in operating technology, we lost <laughs> that's, it. That's like a very we, underhanded we were so much, <laughs> Yeah, we were so we were much younger then, but <laughs> that's also, right, that's if, right. If, if it remember, wasn't our fault. What if you'll remember, uh, it wasn't a full show, mm. luckily, otherwise, we wouldn't. I likely wouldn't do this again. It was one of my top of the moments. Oh, that's it was, right. It was yes. That was really, back when we had three top of the moments. Yeah, each of us had oh, three each, for yeah, three every episode. Each. And that's that was right. one of my first three. I don't even remember what the other two were, and it doesn't matter at this point. We're talking yeah. about this one now. Well, at any yeah, rate, the permanent one. we decided that it, it was definitely a good enough topic to expand into a, a, a full show's discussion. But before we get into that, Nate, it's all about Nate's ideas this week. What's your top of the moment? Top of the moment. Uh, my top of the moment is something just so fresh. This is hot off the presses. Uh, I say that almost every episode. But this one really is because <laughs> I found out about it maybe four, three or four hours ago. Mm. It's called... Oh, uh, I think I saw this happen. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I think you did because I posted about it in our, our chat. But this is called... It, when I've, we've talked to death about Even Stevens and the sandwich shop and the good that they do. This is just another good thing that they're doing. It's called Give Stock Fest. Uh, or Givestock Festival. The the website is givestockfestival.com. And this is a festival for our Utah listeners or anybody going to Utah, venturing to Utah in September, September 9th to be exact. It's a, a, a community and music, a community music and art fair. So for 20 bucks, you can go see such bands as Dr. Dog, Whoa. Uh, Joshua James, there's some others on there, some local ones. Um, the National Parks, which when I first saw it, I thought it was the National, so it was really like blown away. But uh, so a bunch of other bands, some some uh, like I said that are local, some that are not, and then another uh, local mystery band. But uh, go to GiveStockFestival.com, find out more about it. Like I said, tickets are are only twenty bucks, but if you go into an Even Stevens sandwich shop, you can get them for ten. Oh, whoa! Half price. But uh, yeah, that's a pretty sweet partnership they got going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, like I don't know how many they've done. Uh, like I said, I just saw a post of theirs on social media and did a little bit of investigating and give stock, give stock fest. <laughs> right that's on. Pretty tight. Yeah. What about you, Chris? Well, I got a little couple quick hitters, if you will. That's a. Is that a smoking term? Quick. It hitters? is. It's in the drug world. I'd say. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I don't have any of those. Uh, so I, a couple days ago, um, I went to the Google homepage, and as most people are probably familiar, there's the Google Doodles that are on frequently on the Google homepage. Um, and they had one that really caught my eye and uh, was quite addictive, and that was in honor of uh, the 2017 Women's Cricket World Cup. And it's a little interactive game of cricket that you play with a cricket 
and it's just real fun. And I, I there's not much that I can if if you go to the Google if you search for Google Doodles, it'll be one of the nearest ones. So AMSB, if you haven't seen it, I have not seen this. I one. suggest um, popping it up there real quick and just taking a couple cracks at it because it is. It's real fun. It's real cute. Um, it's a it's a great work distractor. Um, all it takes is the pressing of a button. Um, a little snail. If you're at all familiar with cricket, um, which not a lot of people are, uh, there's just a little snail that throws you the ball, and then you uh, just press the just press the space button. Your sound is on so we can hear you smacking it. And I like that. Uh, but yeah, so that was good. I guess mostly what I wanted to talk about was just, I love Google Doodles. I love Google Doodles so much. They're one of the, I think, one of the best ways a brand um, just stays up to date and reaches out to their audience. Um, creates a fun fun little thing for people to come to every day. Yeah. You know? Um, I mean, people are going to go to Google anyways. Uh, They don't need the Google Doodles, but... Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I was actually thinking about this a little bit the other day, um, or actually not the other day, today, um, because Google announced a new... um, They're calling it the feed, and it's basically like a... Just like a personalized, like, news feed that shows up in the Google app. Um, And it got me thinking about, like, how... Google Doodles are actually something I kind of miss out on a lot because I don't, I don't, me, I don't know. I don't usually go to Google.com. Yeah. Like when I when I do a Google search, I usually just do it in like a Chrome tab. Yeah. Like I just because if you just put a search term yeah you'll just in like the address bar it searches and so I either usually don't notice the Google Doodle unless it's like really like vibrant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But I, I, I don't know. It's annoying. I, I wonder if... I, yeah, I accidentally chanced upon it. Because I'm similar. Yeah. I, I put it into the, the search bar as yeah. well. Uh, but for some, for some reason, a couple of days ago, I think it was Monday, I just went to Google.com, which was weird. Yeah. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> uh, but I did. Maybe it was in Safari or something. Mm. Um, and yeah, it, and then I subsequently lost like 30 minutes of work just playing <laughs> cricket. So I think what I... This reminds me this is really cool i this reminds me of like i'm gonna try and figure out a way to maybe like put this in my feed reader like my rss feed reader like there might be an rss feed that just has every google doodle every day yeah um and because they are their own you can go to another like i have links to the pages now for uh this one uh that we'll share in the show notes and then another one that i was potentially going to talk about uh, I have those ones there, and they're on their own pages. Right. So I'm sure there could be some sort of a thing where maybe you don't see it that day, but you see it the next day when they like post it to the thing. Yeah. What I really like about it is that um, it's a Google Doodle, so it's not always an interactive thing mm-hmm. where like you can play cricket as a cricket, but it, it's always going to be something that's fascinating and something that you didn't know or think of. Um, like, you know, somebody, uh, some influential person in history is birthday or mm-hmm. and then you, if you click on it you can learn more about them etc etc uh, and not a lot of people know that like you can still access all of these by just going yeah. like like chris said searching google, google doodles google. or just google.com slash doodles yeah uh, and you can just search all of them going all the way back and there's a cool feature on them too when you're going back through the catalog of them where you can see everywhere that that google doodle was served to oh, on a cool. map it just like highlights red 
So the, the in, this particular International Crickets Day one was only served to the United States. Uh, however, they've had they have one throughout the the world. They have different ones. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. For a Cricket Day or yeah. for that that for cricket, that event uh, yeah. World Cup. Huh. It was just that that was our t- our day to to be served the cricket thing. Huh. Uh, so, um, but yeah, then there's other ones that are just so specific to to certain regional events or celebrations. Yeah. Um, and so you can go see, you know, whatever the Colombian Independence Day was, like what their thing, what their Google Doodle was. Well, I'll, I'll put this in the, in the show notes, but I just found a, a, a doodle track, doodle-tracker.com, which yeah. offers an RSS feed if you want to get uh, the, all the Google Doodles every day. It says, get notified of every logo Google is publishing in the world. See, that's so cool. I'm adding yeah. it to my Feedly right now. That's probably going to be pretty tiring because some of them are, you know, like you get real excited for the, the, um, the interactive ones, yeah, yeah. And, and things like that. But there are so many of them that are just you know it could be like ten days before there's a cool like an actual United States Google Doodle, right? So you'll just oh, have that's a, true, a bunch yeah. every day. It'll Interesting. Be like, Here's ten that we posted today to these regions, you know. Yeah. Um. But it's still worth it, I think. For sure. Um, to at least like have the option now to like see it pop up. Right. Yeah, I don't know what what day it was, and I'm, I can't find it now. But the music one that you just oh, I, that's the one I was that I have. So that was for that was June twenty second, uh, for Oscar Fishinger's one hundred and seventeenth birthday, which mm. is random, yeah. but uh, his was really cool. They've done they've done one similar to this before. Um, where you can create your own music using the doodle. This one's really fun. Uh, it's just... I don't know how many it is. If it's like 16 beats or whatever. Uh, but it's like a big grid. And they've given you four instruments. And it's basically like a... I don't I want to say maybe like a 16 by 16 block or something. Some number of um, dots by some number of dots to create this whole like grid. And then there's a bar that passes from the first uh, row, first column of dots to the last column of dots and then back and then you can place instrument notes throughout this grid at different points to kind of make this music and and it creates this loop of sounds and Nate told me about it and then I proceeded to do it for about 30-45 minutes while he was actually trying to work Um, (laughs) but it was really fun, and I, I have that for the show notes as well. Those are two of the really, really exciting interactive ones that they've done recently. Yeah, and if you're a patron, uh, you've heard him dabbling on the pre-show. Yeah. It wasn't as good as the stuff that I was doing well, you just got off, off air. Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, I, one of the things I think I've mentioned in Top of the Moment before is a YouTube channel called Nat and Low, mm-hmm. which is a, it's now called Nat and Friends, um, which is a, two girls that work, to, that work at Google, mm-hmm. um, and they have a, like... You guys familiar with the twenty percent thing that Googlers do? They, I'm not they're sure. supposed to direct. They're supposed to devote twenty percent of their time to like their own projects, uh. and they chose to make YouTube videos about what goes on in Google. Mm-hmm. They have one that's specifically about Doodles and mm-hmm. the process by which they select Doodles and they create Doodles, and they use um, the example of uh, the Doodle that they did for Lot Reiniger's. 117th birthday, I think, who was a German film director, mm-hmm. um, and she was really famous for silhouette film. Yeah. Um, and 
so I'll, we'll throw that in the show notes too. There's a really cool episode of Nat and Lowe about the origin and like how they build the doodles and yeah. all that stuff. It's a really cool, it's one of the, my favorite things that a tech company actually does. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's cool because, you know, there's no real, like, they don't have no, to do that. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they get a lot of flack for it, too. Do they? Um, yeah, because they don't do religious holidays generally. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, like, uh, you know, here in, in the States, when they don't do, like, a Easter, yeah. like, they get a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. yeah. There's about. generally, like, a Christmas one, but I think that's yeah. more it's transcendent. Like it's yeah. more, like, holiday yeah. theme and stuff, yeah. Yeah. There have been a can't I can't put my finger on it right now. There have been a couple of times when I've no, known of like prominent historical events, uh, and I would like check the Google. This was you know several years ago where I would check the Google doing it. Wouldn't be it maybe be something different that wasn't related, and I'd be a little disappointed. But. Well, they don't do it every. See, that's the thing is they they don't do typically. It looks or it appears as if they don't repeat doodles mm-hmm. um, every year right you know it's always something new so like every once in a while they'll have you know albert einstein's birthday but they're not gonna have albert Albert right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you know yeah Uh, so same like you can't that's where i I would understand where it'd kind of be disappointing because you go there expecting it yeah and you don't get it every time i've ever gone to google for a google doodle they haven't had one like specifically (laughs) like oh man i wonder if they have one (laughs) <laughs> they don't well it's, it's cool I mean it is cool that they ver- vary it so much like because yeah. you know maybe in a couple of years that one doodle that I wanted to see uh, mark an occasion a few years ago will actually yeah. know, be the doodle that yeah. day or you yeah. could even go back and they might have yeah, yeah you they might always, have already had it <laughs> yeah, uh, on yeah. this website That's you true. can search doodles as well which one the uh, on the, the doodle sorry, tracker the, uh, yeah. google.com so you're doodles. looking for Stonewall oh, Jackson's death correct <laughs> Anniversary of Stonewall Jackson's I, death. Let I mean, me see I guess. if that is a yeah. doodle. No, the 122nd birthday of Charlie Chaplin, April 16th, 19. I'm sorry, 2011. <laughs> also, October 29th, 2012, Bob Ross's 70th birthday. Woo! Oh, I see that one. That one popped up. They're trying to really shove that one down. So it's... <laughs> All right. Um, what are you? What one were you looking for? Because I want to see. Oh, I don't remember. I, I, it was like I said, it was a couple of years ago. I just, I just kind of remember like looking after it and not seeing one. I don't know. Now it's a challenge. <laughs> Ooh, they didn't have a Pearl Harbor one. <laughs> In two thousand eleven. No. D Day. There was no D Day ones. Mm. Emily Grandparents Day. Day probably is a term that they <laughs> use a lot yeah <laughs> well yeah so we'll have all that uh google doodly related stuff in our show notes and you can always check those out at writerdie.net slash podcast um i will close this out here real quick mine's not gonna be that long um i think i've talked before on the show about how much of a fan i am of craig ferguson um who was a late night personality for like 10 years or so um, he was the late, late show with Craig Ferguson. Yeah, we agreed that he's our favorite. Yes. Uh, um, well, he actually has a Sirius XM radio show now. Um, and because I'm not a Sirius XM subscriber, I haven't really had a chance to get a listen to it, but I had the opportunity recently, and it was great. It's really just to say, if you like Craig Ferguson or if you enjoyed our conversation about Craig Ferguson previously... Um, you would probably love this show. 
It's kind of the same idea, and some of the people that he worked with on the Late Late Show produced the show, and um, you get to hear the guy who played Jeff, the robot skeleton. Yeah. He's, like, just there hanging out with Craig a lot um, as, like, his normal self, (laughs) which is really interesting. Uh, But, yeah, and they have great guests. A lot of the great guests that, you know, he had such a uh, kind of uh, powerful relationship with on the show... Uh, he has similar stuff. The first guest ever was Sarah Paulson, um, and they're mm-hmm. real close too. So, um, yeah, um, the Craig Ferguson show is on SiriusXM. I, I'm not going to tell you to go buy a subscription yeah. to SiriusXM, but um, if you have one, yeah, if you have one, check him out. Um, hopefully, there'd be some sort of. I, I would love it if they would do like a podcast of like one segment. Yeah, uh, from the show every day. I, I know a lot of people. A lot of radio programs that are based in subscription models or, or uh, subscription-based, like, audio shows will do that a lot. They'll have a free podcast that'll be just, like, a section of the show. And uh, I think they really should do that with Craig Ferguson. So if anybody from SiriusXM is listening... Hook us up. Why get on it. Hook us up. Why? Yeah. Get on it. Get on, guys. get on it. Get on it. I, I'm glad to hear that he's still working. Yeah, he's because... still working a lot. And I was looking, too, he's doing a ton of stand-up. He was at oh. a Fringe Festival in Edinburgh. Um, That's the thing that lived... where they, they have the Hannibal Buress documentary where he does, like, yeah, a, yeah. it's like uh-huh. a 30-day yeah, festival, Yeah, it's like a huge right? yeah. Uh, festival. And, yeah, I think he was doing 10 shows there. Oh, and so, yeah. like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's been touring across the, not across the United States, I think mostly in sort of New England, the Eastern Seaboard. But, um, yeah, he... He's 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 live and kicking. Yeah. So and that, I'm very happy to hear that. All right. So that rounds us out for top of the moment. Nate, we're gonna talk today about tattoos in culture, as you've so eloquently put it. <laughs> um, like Chris was saying earlier, um, I think we'll probably kind of look to you to lead this one, because you are the tattooed man. Uh, of the three of us, so I think uh, I think we covered this a long time ago that we kind of have varying degrees of tattoos. Chris has some tattoos. I just have one. Oh, Chris has a tattoo. I've Chris got. has some tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've got one tattoo. I, I've got some tattoos. Chris has a tattoo. Names, but you have last we checked zero. Yes. Zero tattoos. Do you know how many you have? Thirty six. That's always a tough. Thing. Yeah, because you have like a sleeve. So it's like a sleeve. So like I don't know how much this counts, and yeah. plus it connects to my like chest and abdomen. So uh, is that all considered one? I don't really actually really know. That's a question that. Uh, that is a good question. Yeah, <laughs> that we get often. We tattooed people get often. <laughs> um, but I think the the idea of this show is that we kind of wanted to look at how tattoo culture has progressed, um, and we use the term loosely how it's changed. Yeah, more so. But uh, going, you know, starting way back to uh, one of the earliest depictions of tattoo in film, The Illustrated Men from uh, 1969, based on the uh, uh, the 51 novel, I think it was. Mm. Uh, three short stories compiled into one. Chris, we saw this, uh, I think it was a Watch Mojo, like top 10 tattoos mm. in film. Huh. Uh, Watch Mojo, if you don't yeah, know, yeah. check it out, it's on YouTube. But it's just like a top 10 thing. But anyway, uh, so going back, you know, all the way to then, and the, the the man depicted in the Illustrated Man is fully covered from right. way down. 
and just to to think what that how that must have been uh, received yeah mm-hmm. to now because now uh, and this is something that alternatively I'll probably rely on you guys for now athletes and uh, quote unquote role models actors that type of thing are starting to get more and more tattoos um, so athletes one that really springs to mind I don't know do you guys remember well, and maybe we'll narrow it down to like a single sport uh, basketball first of all how loose is the tattoo rule if any now like, uh, I don't think that there is much of a rule there's not much of a like codified like yeah. NBA regulation as long as like you don't get something I guess blatantly obscene that in, yeah. that's in a visible spot on your body yeah, yeah. but even so I don't know if they police that if they police that yeah so they, I mean, like they let athletes get dumbass tattoos, and it's fine. <laughs> so, yeah. so how how has that progressed to say even ten years ago? I don't know. I mean, I I definitely remember like noticing it more. I think the 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 sport that it jumped out the most to me, I think, was maybe like it was probably either the NBA or maybe college basketball. Yeah, because it's the most <clears throat> naked of all the sports. Yeah, that's true. They have the skimpiest of outfits. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I would say that looking, based off my knowledge of the NBA, um, which is marginal. um, I'm trying to think of, like, who would be, Dennis Rodman is the first person that pops out as, like, a person that had tattoos. Yeah. Or pushed the boundaries. Yeah. Um, There are a lot of other athletes that came shortly after him that had more tattoos than he did. Uh, Allen Iverson, Kenyon Martin, Jason Williams, like, those are three guys that just jump out immediately to me. Um, and they kind of, like, pushed... They're kind of some of the athletes that pushed through a little bit harder. Like, Shaq had tattoos, but, like, Shaq's tattoos were, like, dad tattoos. Yeah. Where it's, like, Superman. And, like, <laughs> you know, like, he doesn't have, like... Like, Kenyon Martin's worst tattoo is, like, somebody's... Like some, I think his ex girlfriend or something's lips kissed onto his neck, in bright like pink. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, it's like it means whatever it means to him, and that's fine. But just as like an objective, like looking at it, it looked kind of ridiculous. <laughs> um, so you said something uh, that I think is really important, and, and we'll double back on it. It means because there's another thing that I want to touch on with athletes and stuff. Uh, it means to him what it means mm. uh, and I think that's something really important but like I said we'll, we'll double back to that uh, the reason why I wanted to, to talk about athletes specifically is because and with basketball I never I watched basketball in my youth mm. Chris you're aware of like the you know the old yeah yeah like John you know Stockton you know you're check dude yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, John Stockton and like Carl Malone yeah. uh, the Utah Jazz but and then I never watched it again and now I'm not in, in a way I'm not actually watching basketball but in a way I'm watching basketball yeah uh, because in our in our apartment um, NBA 2K it's 17 17 yeah NBA 2K 17 is just going we've got our, our teams going <laughs> uh, and there's a player on there whose name just Brandon Ingram yeah Ingram uh, who has covered in, not covered but he's like he's got a lot team. yeah to, to, to me it would say I would say that that's like a lot from what I'm used to mm. uh, yeah. and that's why it's kind of like shocking to see although he's not I, I wouldn't even know if this person was real because I've never seen him <laughs> in real life but seeing his like his uh, 
his video game character and seeing how much tattoos he has. It's kind of shocking. So yeah. that, that progression and that change. it's become it's become a very like commonplace thing for an athlete to have not just like some tattoos but a lot of tattoos. Yeah, like full sleeves. Yeah, I mean, because like LeBron has a lot of tattoos yeah. too. It, it's just commonplace, and you know when it started out, the the people who in in just in in the NBA, the people who had a lot of tattoos were those guys that I mentioned and they kind of had this personality or this persona or perception of a little bit more um, tougher or attitude more attitude Allen Iverson you know especially Dennis Rodman obviously Mm -hmm. Kenyon Martin had a lot of that too Jason Williams I think was a little bit quieter but his style of play was very and one Mm -hmm. tape style of play so it was very like street ball style of play so he just had this kind of demeanor where he wasn't like uh, he wasn't like a John Stockton type of point guard, you know. Sure, shooter. Yeah. Um, and so that was like the perception. Whereas now it's like LeBron has a bunch of tattoos. Kevin Durant has a bunch of tattoos. Like those are two guys who, while LeBron is like outspoken, they're pretty like mild mannered comparatively. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, Draymond Green isn't. Draymond Green might have tattoos, but like. He's the kind of the personality of the person who, like, 15, 20 years ago, you would think would be covered in the tattoos. That's just the, like, that's how I think the perception has changed, is it's just become natural to see athletes getting tattoos. So would you say that now it's become uh, socially acceptable? Because I have, you know, an office job and, and whatever, and I, I've got my hands tattooed. Uh, so has it, at this point, has it become socially acceptable if I were to walk in? excuse me, and try and get another job, uh, an interview, or whatever, would I be turned away based solely on maybe my appearance? I think it, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I think if you'd have asked that question 15 years ago, mm-hmm. I think the answer might be more likely to be sure. yes. Absolutely. Like, I, agree, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think now it'd be, I think that you'd still have a significant chance of that, a, a not an insignificant chance of it, but... I think it would depend way more on the context of the situation, like what region of the country you're in and what type of job it is. Yeah. The company. Um, the company yeah. yeah, the type of company that you're that you're trying to apply for. Um, yeah, I mean I, I think that that stigma, that just on its face, I think that's largely dead. And you can see this too in um, you know, I, 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 I have a very, 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 very tiny bit of uh, exposure to the military culture. I, I took two years of Army ROTC in college mm-hmm. and did some junior ROTC stuff in high school. But in even in like the last ten years with military regulations, it's become a lot more lax. Oh, um, and I, I don't know if I could really rattle off what the actual regulations are, but I, I remember that at the time I was like finishing high school, in at least one or more of the branches, it was like officers couldn't have tattoos that were exposed when they were in uniform. Right. Um, I think that most of that stuff is gone now. And there may be a couple of holdouts in some of the services, but like yeah. that I think is an interesting indicator yeah. Of, yeah. of the cultural shift on it. Because it, um, you know, you think of that as the sort of the most buttoned up, sort of straightly conservative. Profession. you know profession yeah. right um and there's just been such a 
a, a relaxation on that type of thing. Yeah. And you look too like I mean they have a more of a tradition of it, but like in the Royal Navy, like in the in in Britain in the yeah. in the Royal Armed Forces, you know they you see it. You've been seeing it there a lot longer too. Yeah, I mean you say that uh, you mentioned that it's a more more button up uh, profession, but mm-hmm. like it, when people think of classic tattoos, it's always almost always on a sailor. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Um, and I think that that's what I was kind of saying is yeah. like the. Uh, Britain has a great tradition of that type yeah. of thing, and yeah. and I know of I I met many many um, enlisted men when I was in junior ROTC. I met many many active duty enlisted men that were just like all tatted to hell and had you know huge big old anchors and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of your your archetypal <laughs> maritime tattoos. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, and that like I said that that's kind of a. a where we're at right now uh, because I agree even 10 years ago the job the company that I worked for you couldn't even have piercings Um, like you had to have one piercing in each ear uh, so if you had more you had to well, yeah, it was a it was a piercing studio, yeah. uh, but and I had my lip pierced at the time, so and I had to take it out every day and put in like a clear one, which is really obnoxious, or put yeah. a band aid over it. I, I also want to talk about I mentioned uh, athletes as being sort of role models mm-hmm. and um, singers. So Justin Bieber, who's also come kind of a long way in his own sense, uh, who's I don't know if you've seen him recently, but mm-hmm. he's just covered as well. I mean, yeah, he has like two. No, f- I had not seen him. Yeah, yeah, he has like two full sleeves, huh. uh, and and he's got a lot more body work as well. But uh, he he's one that young people look up to, and I don't know anything about his music, uh, so he's one that you know young people look up to even still as being like this role model. Um, and he's covered in tattoos. Yeah. So I don't know what you guys think. That's about an that. interesting one too, because it's like he's so young, and like the, his audience is so young. Yeah. That is an interesting. I hadn't really ever thought of that. And of course, I didn't really know that he had done that yet. Um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't surprise me a lot, and I think part of it is is how people are approaching it. There's a. I think that there's a disconnect in. Um, a lot of people in society in the sense that like some people still view it as like an act of um, what's the word I'm looking for? Rebellion kind of yeah like you're acting out by getting a lot of tattoos which I think is a common way to think about it Mm -hmm. in like the 90s and and whatnot. and so there's still some people who are like and I think Justin Bieber probably comes off that way uh, hits a certain age and all of a sudden is like I'm gonna go get a ton of tattoos, I'm going to cover myself in tattoos. And I can't help but imagine part of it is because this seems like something that's very counterculture. But there's... The disconnect comes from the fact that I don't think it's so much counterculture anymore. I think in a lot of... Especially if you're in a big city like this. um, Nobody really, like... That I know, that I talk to, I've never seen it in, in action anymore... Um, kind of looked down on people with tattoos. It's kind of like a very accepted, like normal thing now. Yeah. Um, and so that's that's the weird part of it to me is where, where it just kind of feels like because I and anybody's free to do it however they want to do it. But I've always viewed it as something that you go throughout your life, kind of like when you get a new piece, you add on to yourself, and it's this full life progression Mm -hmm. if that makes sense 
Whereas, like, it just kind of seemed like he was like, in two weeks, I'm going to have everything. Yeah. You know? And it's yeah, just kind just of like... Yeah, all at once they, just to do it and just to... Just to yeah, and... And I, in there. I can't, I mean, I can't say for any certainty that that is what happened. Um, but it, it kind of comes off as a, a disingenuous kind of move. Yeah. If I, that makes sense. I think, I mean, I think you hit on something really perceptive, which is that, I don't know, in some ways, I it's almost more counterculture to not have one, mm. I feel like, um, in, in a certain respect. Mm. Um, and... I, I, you know, it's interesting. You're right. I think that there's a general sort of feeling of acceptance about tattoos generally, but I think that there probably are some like cultural taboos with tattoos. Yeah. Like, you know, I just, I always think about that scene in, uh, oh, what the hell is that movie? Uh, I Love You Man, maybe? Um, mm-hmm. Where Paul Rudd's working at that mattress store maybe it's not I love you man but he's working in a mattress store and Will Ferrell's his boss and Will Ferrell has a crazy neck tattoo uh-huh. and he's just this like real bro guy and he he, <laughs> he talks about how the he points the tattoo and he's like you know what this means and he's like it means make reasonable choices <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking yeah, about I don't know God, what movie is this uh, uh, I'm not familiar anyway like, weird. like, anyway, like I think that. I think that there are certain like I don't know if it's necessarily location but it's just like there's still a certain like there are a few areas I think as far as tattoo placement mm. that that have a little bit of a stigma attached to yeah them, so. I'd still think face tattoos yeah, have yeah. that um Nate was talking about hand tattoos, which is something that I never really thought of, but yeah. it makes, it, it kind of makes sense where there's still some, some sort of a stigma there. And I think that part of that is because like you were, when you got your hand, t- your first hand tattoo, we were talking about it and it's not, at that point you can't really like cover it up very easily. Yeah. Anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, at that point it's kind of like, okay, this is. You're all in. Yeah. yeah. I'm all in. Like yeah. they're going to people are going to see this no matter what I want them to see. Yeah. You know, you, you can't wear gloves. All the time. All the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and there's some tattoo artists that won't even, unless you're covered to a certain point, they won't even tattoo certain parts of your body. I remember uh, a long time ago before I had uh, had tattoos that I have now, I went to go get a tattoo and it was in a more um, prominent location. And my tattoo artist, who I'd been to several times, wouldn't do it because it was in such a prominent location. Huh. So th- th- there is this... You know, they, they are kind of looking out for for people in that respect. Uh, is it the internship, by the way? <laughs> yeah, it is. It's not Paul Rudd. It's the internship. Is that Owen Wilson and Vince? Yeah, yeah. It's Owen Wilson that works for Will Ferrell's character. <laughs> okay. <laughs> in, in a mattress <laughs> In a mattress store. And he's like the manager. It's pretty funny. <laughs> never actually seen it. Um, and... Yeah, so, like, one of those other areas I think really is, like, the face... Face is kind of, like, the end. Yeah. I think, like, that's that's the one where, like... I think it's probably the hardest for you to get your face tattooed and then go about life in kind of a... People will not look at me differently. Right. You know? Um, neck is another one that I know is, is a little uncomfortable some of them make sense though like the Kenyon Martin one that I was talking about with those lips like that's on his neck so yeah. it's like kind of like conceptually yeah, yeah, yeah. makes uh-huh, sense right. smooch area yeah <laughs> so it like smooch makes area. good sense to like have it there 
Um, and, and that's that's the other thing is a lot of times people who are tattooing their faces choose these really like a, like I don't know the word I'm trying to look it's it's just kind of like it's not brash maybe but it's kind of like a, a more of a, a like an affronting image or like style and yeah. you know it's not like oh a, yeah yeah it's a particular script and yeah or like, it's, it's like it's like a, it's like something a, that is abrasive to look at yeah like and so it's like it i'm gonna out at you, you i'm know? gonna put it on my face yeah, like i'm gonna get attached so to you have to spider web yeah on my face yeah. it's stuff like that <laughs> and so like that's just it may, makes it a little harder to kind of accept because like that's kind of the the feeling that you get yeah, when, yeah. when you come across somebody like that if it was somebody who, who's like, I'm going to tattoo this beautiful thing that makes conceptual sense and looks good on my face area, somewhere on my face or my head, all right, like, I, cool, I'm in on that. But just to, like, be like, I want some spider webs over my eye sockets. Like, that's just, like, why? Yeah. Scorpion, Mike Tyson style. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so then that, that uh, brings a question, knowing how far we've come we've talked about it this whole time how far we've come with tattoos at what point will a Mike Tyson face tattoo maybe not one as abrupt and as brash so his isn't even that bad like, it's like yeah, a scorpion yeah. or something yeah. oh I thought it was like more of a like a design oh no you're. I think you're right yeah I'm it's just like a, a design I'm thinking of a, a hangover I think oh. he gets a scorpion. Yeah, he gets something like hardcore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he's like tattoo. And that's Gucci Man has the ice cream cone. That's a really famous one. Yeah, yeah. He has the yeah. ice cream cone like on his cheek or whatever. Uh, and that's like the Mike Tyson tattoo is even worse because it's a terrible, yeah, uh, tribal, tribal style. Oh yeah, uh, yeah tattoo. Yeah. That sort of goes back to what you're. But it also that. like hit Mike Tyson's tattoo. He got a lot of flack for that at a time where people there weren't famous people, and there still really aren't. Unless they're like famous, like Kat Von D or something like that, uh, that have face tattoos. I don't think his is nearly as bad as I've seen other like famous oh. people have, or like people who you know show up on the dang smoking gun or whatever the magazine where they like. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm. Oh, it's this magazine in, and they probably have different names for it all over the United States. But it's the magazine when you go into the um, to the convenience store and there's that like are busted. That's yeah, what oh, it's okay, called. Yeah. Busted. Uh, with the mugshots with the mugshots and stuff oh, and they'll yeah, always yeah. like the, the main one they'll focus on is somebody with like a crazy t- face tattoo that's yeah. like look at this idiot that's in here yeah because that's like the that's what you are trained to think when you see it now yeah and so until we're not trained to think that way like unfortunately Mike Tyson did that he wasn't the person to like get a face tattoo that was gonna like change the image of face mm-hmm. tattoos because he's an asshole yeah, yeah. so uh, or has been in you know b- previous years. Cannibal. What? Oh yeah, yeah. Cause he had the, yeah, he bit Emmanuel Holyfield's ear. Um, so, so until it's somebody that's like, unfortunately, until it's somebody that's like I like beloved and like is like a role model that then gets the tattoo, then it probably won't change much. If that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I think that absolutely makes sense. And I was just looking up uh, Kat Von D because I think, I mean... Is that the only spot she doesn't have tattoos? Oh, she's got the, like, leopards. They're the stars. She's got stars. And I think she even has uh, some more, but uh, very minimal tattoos. Yeah. 
And like those are cool. I like those tattoos. Like so that looks good on the on the face area. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, this is a show where we we don't have the images. So if you hear it, you can you know, like Google <laughs> just it. Google it. Yeah. yeah, just Google it. But I that that doesn't bother me as much. It's not jarring. It it feels like she really like thought about like it's what would subtle. look good here. Yeah. yeah. And I think that about Mike Tyson's too. I mean, he doesn't go over the top, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not, it's not like a jarring image so much as just the idea is jarring. Do you guys think TV shows? A couple that spring to mind. Uh, I, you guys, I don't know if you've seen Prison Break. Um, at least the first season is yeah. the only one we're seeing. Prison Break, maybe Blind Spot with a, uh, the lady. With the yeah, that's a recent one. Right? Yeah, 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 it came out a couple years, years ago. Or something. Years, yeah. But uh, do you think those, um, and even not even just TV shows, but movies uh, like Memento yeah. and even movie stars, uh, do you think those helped facilitate sort of the oh, yeah, tattoo culture acceptance? Yeah, I mean, I think if you have even you know marginally popular films in which uh, film or television in which um, tattoos are given sort of a they're, they're elevated to mm-hmm. a um, an almost sort of divine level divine meaning mm-hmm. level of divine meaning I think that that's definitely going to have like a, if, that, if that show is even remotely successful I think that that would have a, an effect on the culture. See, I think I think so too. I think it's not so much this. Oh, I, I was gonna bring something like that up. I I think it's not so much these three shows that you mentioned because they're so they're not casual in their like depiction of tattoos. Yeah, it's very heavy handed. Yeah, in all of those shows, I'm less familiar with Blind, so I don't know why she's covered with tattoos. But I think yeah, it has something to do with the plan it. or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they all. Those tattoos are all part of, like, a greater plan, a greater thing. So it's not like... And I don't know it's a lot of people... It's not just a character trait. Yeah. It's like a plot point. I've never met anybody or, like, seen anybody, and I'm sure that I can look it up, that has gotten, like, tattoos, like, in Prison Break, or, like, I want the tattoos from Memento. I think what contributes, contributes to it more is uh, nerd culture in general. So, you just jotted down a Harry Potter tattoo note. I don't know exactly what you're referring to. But stuff like that, people who grew up in, in this with these um, huge pieces of media that they've grown to love. And, you know, I've been thinking about getting my alien tattoo for like six years or something like that. <laughs> and I haven't done it yet. But I think that it's it's... Nerd culture has caught up, and ta- I'm sorry, tattoo culture has caught up to nerd culture, and so it's come to the part where um, there's more variance in the people that are getting tattoos and making it more common. That that's part of the reason that it's happening. I mean, there's there will always be people like you who get tattoos mostly because of the beauty of the art, right. you know. But then there's always going to be people who like me who are like, I want to get this tattoo because it reminds me of aliens or like you know my friend Aurora who has like Lord of the Rings tattoos and stuff yeah. like that so, so uh, uh, the the Harry Potter one I was thinking of was the Dementor Death Eater the Death oh. Eater yeah no, yeah. The, yeah the Death Eater like snake thing or whatever yeah uh, but yeah that, that's a great point because you know we're seeing uh, Triforce from uh, Zelda we're seeing uh, what's Jeremy's uh, the language thing oh I don't know with the circles oh Wait, that's Doctor Who, isn't it? Is it Doctor Who? 
Wait, what's the language in Doctor Who? Have you ever seen anything as being? Jeremy has a. It's, this is a conversation for outside of this. I didn't know Jer- if if he has a Doctor Who tattoo. I didn't know he had a Doctor <laughs> oh, Who tattoo. Yeah, uh, I think it is because I know circles. Adam, Adam, and a friend of mine, Scott. They have. They both have the same Doctor Who tattoo. They both have the Doctor's name in Gallifreyan. Yeah, Gallifreyan on their arm, like big on their arm. Yeah. 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 Hmm. So it's 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 this sort of crossover where it's no longer the tough, you know, thug thug guy. Yeah, that are getting these tattoos. It's now a nerd culture, like you say. Mm-hmm. But um, just a couple of celebrities. I don't know if you guys know this that have tattoos. Uh, I know it now. You know it now because it's on there. But Johnny Depp also has a hand tattoo and, and several other tattoos. So you you would never know because they covered up how. How much time does he have to spend in makeup for that? I guess no longer than he normally does for, like, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, I mean, you'd be surprised, like, (laughs) where cover-up makeup is at right now. Yeah. Uh, Like, it's just over-the-counter. Yeah, I've seen Paige do it. Oh, really? I've seen my sister do it, and, like, she's completely looked like she doesn't have any tattoos. Yeah. 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 And it's waterproof, and it has an SPF to it. But uh, Tom Hardy also. Tom Hardy has this giant shoulder tattoo. Mm -hmm. Uh, kind of like Dwayne the Rock Johnson, yeah. if you've ever seen his. But uh, yeah, it, it it it's tattoos are not, and having tattoos as long as I've had them, at one point they were. But where we're at now, tattoos are not a hindrance to your normal no. everyday life. Did you notice a difference from when you came from Salt Lake City to Austin? Uh, no, the the tattoo culture uh, actually in Salt Lake is it's pretty good. Is more. Mm. than here uh, I mean I, I would say you're going to encounter more people uh, here that have tattoos but that's just based off the population size yeah. but the percentage I would say in Utah and that may have something to do with going back to what we talked about earlier the culture the sort of rebellion of hey I'm doing I'm, I'm going and getting a tattoo because yeah. now I can but uh, yeah you would, you'd be hard pressed to find a door guy at a bar that didn't have a face yeah. tattoo in Utah but uh, interesting yeah yeah, they're everywhere. Also, a big straight edge community in Utah, and they mm-hmm. love their tattoos. Hmm. But yeah, interesting. I didn't know about those those guys. Another interesting one is I almost said Justin Thoreau, but it's not Justin Thoreau. What's the name of the guy from The Leftovers? Justin. Um, that was Justin Thoreau. Is it Justin Thoreau? Oh, uh, who's Trudeau? Guy? Oh, Trudeau is the Trudeau is the... Yeah, <laughs> Justin Thoreau is Justin the guy Trudeau from Leftovers. Justin Trudeau is the guy from Leftovers. I don't know if Justin Trudeau has tattoos, but Justin Thoreau has that giant, like, back tattoo. And he didn't used to have that. And so, like, when we first watched The Leftovers and he has it in there, like, I won at first, I thought it was part of The Leftovers. Oh, like, I, I thought, thought it was, was too. No, it's not. It's his tattoo. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. But he just doesn't cover it up mm-hmm. like he has several scenes where he's like I had to take my shirt off and like there's no there's no reference to the tattoo he just it's like there and mm-hmm. it's big and noticeable and it's a cool looking tattoo it's like a giant back tattoo um but yeah it just doesn't seem to like he's not gonna cover it up they're not asking him to cover yeah. it up it's not it's not distracting from the story in any yeah. way. I mean, you see it and you're like, oh, I wonder what that is and then quickly you realize like, oh, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, and it may come to the point where for something, being an actor, that he'll probably have to cover it up, but... Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, it could like it, I understand it in I understand it less if it's you have to cover it up because you're in this modern day film. If he was in something that was like Dunkirk and he had to take his shirt off or like yeah yeah something, something was, like the age of innocence yeah out of context yeah yeah then it would be like okay let's get yeah some cover up on that throw some cover up on him so the last thing that i i kind of wanted to touch on was what you mentioned way earlier in the show that i i promised we'd come back to the phrase it means to them what it means to them i'm sure you didn't say those words exactly but that's mm-hmm. paraphrasing Ta- uh, Chris, your your tattoo is something that, uh, from what I understand, is deeply personal to you. Mm-hmm. I have a few that are deeply personal to me, and some that I'm like, hey, that's that's a gorgeous piece of art that I yeah. want. It, it must be being the nun, the the fresh skin out of us. Is there <laughs> is there one that uh, you like? If you okay, so if you theoretically speaking could have a tattoo uh, that you wanted, what would it? So I actually came I came very very close to getting one uh, when I worked in New Mexico, um, and like a, w- went to a, a tattoo place and had a couple of meetings with an artist and stuff and then ended up not doing it uh, for a combination of like con- like uh, just scheduling and then kind of maybe decided I didn't actually want it or maybe I was being a little too hasty, um, but yeah it was it was just a, a an image that's sort of related to what my job was sure. when I worked out there. Uh, it's a, it would be an axe. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just, it's we. I'm kind of, I'm honestly surprised that I didn't get it. Because um, I was real, real serious about it. Me and uh, a guy that I worked with out there, one of my best friends, we were real, real serious about getting it. And then it just didn't really work out. And then that was kind of the end of it for me. I didn't... Um, I just sort of maybe, I don't know if I lost interest or I didn't really feel like anything else sort of came, like, rose to that level sure. um, enough to to get it put on my body permanently. I don't I don't know. I just, uh, that would probably have been what I got or what I would get now, too. Yeah. That's the closest you've come. That's the closest I've come to having a tattoo, yeah. That's great. Um, Chris, is there, you mentioned an alien tattoo, uh, specifically Alien the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's something that's also uh, <laughs> deeply personal to you. So yeah. well, I thought he was talking about like a little green man. Oh, no. Roswell alien. Nah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I've had, I've had a couple that I've bounced around with for several years, and they're both related to some of my favorite art and me wanting to connect to that art in a way that was referential. Uh and I just haven't like ended up going through with it yet, but I'm. I don't want to say I'm like on the verge. Like I'm gonna go do it next mm-hmm. week, but I'm very close. I know the two things that I would want, where I'd want it, and now it's just me being like, all right, I'm ready to do it now, which I know is is very interesting, because I've had a tattoo for ten years now. And I have the least amount of tattoos out of my entire family. Because I know that it is a very common thing that once you do it, then you like you kind of get into you, it. You get into it, and you keep wanting to go back. And you know, my sister went. My sister gets tattoos all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad and my mom went consistently after getting their first ones. They got a good handful, um, and so I just, for whatever reason, I just delayed a little bit. Hmm. Yeah. Shout out to Colleen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, patron of the show, Colleen. Yeah. Who I didn't realize had tattoos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, right on. Um, yeah, and, and if you have your opinions about 
what tattoo culture looks like in our modern age, definitely send those over to us, writerdieblog at gmail.com. Um, do you guys have anything you want to make sure people know about this week? Um, I'll let you guys know how my eye ends up. You you seem like you're in, in some pain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna look at you soldiering on through this. Yeah, I didn't even mention it. <laughs> yeah, you did. You mentioned it at the beginning of the show. And when did I stop? When I stopped. No, you did keep your promise that you uh, wouldn't bring it up again. Yeah. And we yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll dive into that uh, after. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll get we'll it. Get we'll get it. it. We'll flush it. Uh, I'm sure it's. Yeah, we'll put some beer in glass there. or something. So no, nothing. Either. I don't have well? anything okay. else. No, no, you guys have a great week. <laughs> uh, I just have a, a, a recent. <laughs> sorry. It's not the end, but uh, I just have a recent piece uh, that's up on the site uh, at, on my section of the site, writerdie.com slash or excuse me, writerdie.net slash multimeter. Um, it's a new long form piece. You go check it out and let me know what you think. Again, writerdieblog at gmail.com. You can find us on social media most places our handle is at write or die blog um visit us at write or die.net yeah check out everything that's there check out our other podcasts that we have um check out project talk project talk new episode that was recorded all right um, which is just a mess every time (laughs) you haven't listened to a an episode of project talk go listen to one or or don't i don't care Uh, (laughs) it doesn't matter but it's always a mess uh and i will never remember i'll remember the first Maybe two thirds, but that's being generous. But the last, the last third and or more is usually uh, fuzzy. Go listen to Project Talk, and then we'll see you back here next week. Bye. Bye.